0: Good evening, everyone. Friend, it's great for us to celebrate our patron Saint Nicholas of Tolentino, um, and uh, and the scripture that he holds. Uh, basically, it says, um, "I abide in my. F- I've done my father's commandments. I abide in his love." And my friends and I was, I uh, was reading back through, the many things about our patron. I forgot that he lived in a time also when there was unrest and lack of peace in these two cities that he would live next to, and he helped to negotiate peace terms. So uh, there's many reasons for us to call upon our patron, especially now, um, when we see, yes, throughout the world, but in our own country, unrest and a lack of peace. um, This would be the mind of Christ for sure, Uh, so we call upon him. In the mind and heart of Jesus, it must be a part of the disciples' nature to forgive, however difficult it may be. And forgiveness is an essential condition of Christianity. Jesus tells Peter he must forgive his brother 77 times, and the the number uh, has a, a particular meaning And I spoke about this before, but um, in Genesis, uh, anyone who attempted, uh, uh, we see uh, anyone who attempted uh, revenge on Cain or any of his offsprings for murdering his brother Abel, remember this? Uh, God would uh, pay sevenfold uh, later on. um, And later on, someone would try, Lamech, uh, kill two people for the offense against him in he said, not God. Uh, he said that God would repay back 77 times, but God didn't say that. It was a lie. And uh, if, uh, if anyone were to take revenge, <laughs> and uh, in the book of Amos, um, it's oddly, it says, you can forgive people three times, and after that, take your vengeance on them. So Jesus, yeah, uh, yeah. So. Here is Jesus, and he's kind of like, yeah, no, <laughs> let's deal with this. So he brings up and he says 77 times, uh, meaning as many times as it takes, really. And many people like to say, well, it's easier said than done, and that's all fine in theory, and, uh, but you need uh, to have some common sense. And absolutely, um, people will say, if you forgive over and over, you invite people to do whatever they want to you. Perhaps. But my friends, really, when we think about it, that is based on a very odd notion of what forgiveness is or what it is not. Uh, forgiveness is not shaking off the offense as though it didn't matter um, or to say that it is okay for the offense to be repeated. It is not a condoning or excusing of the offense either. It is not even reconciliation, really at least not in the classical sense. It takes two people to make reconciliation happen. Forgiveness is something that we do on our own. It is an act of our free will, uh, regardless of what the other person is or is not doing. Forgiveness from the heart opens up a very wonderful freedom and in fact makes healing possible. Uh, We do not have to wait for the person who's called the offense or the other person to realize the hurt they caused, or we do not have to wait for them to repent or to ask for forgiveness because that may never come. None of those things may happen, and Jesus did not wait on any of them when he was on the cross and they were killing him. He immediately said, Father, forgive them. There was nobody asking for forgiveness. His mother was crying. His friends ran off. The other women who were at the cross were crying. You think anybody was there saying, oh, sorry, didn't mean to stab you. Sorry, I put those nails in your hands. No, Jesus took the power that was his. Father, forgive them in my name. The inability to forgive limits, amongst other things, peace and joy. Jesus knew this. If one loses the ability to forgive, one risks the ability to truly give and receive love fully. Now, when the injury done is severe and long-lasting, the healing that comes uh, from extending forgiveness may take some time and uh, um, I understand this very, very well. You guys already know the story about within my family, (laughs) with my dad. So I'm not going to bring that up again. Uh, It may be more of a gradual process over several months or years uh, than a single event speaking about forgiveness. However, if we are honest with ourselves, most injuries we hold on to and brood over are not heavy items that leave deep emotional scars There are some, but uh, most of the injuries are to our pride. Those are the ones that cause people to be vengeful. In time, my friends, and you know this, grudges um, hold people. We say we hold grudges, but that's not the case. Uh, Grudges hold us and imprison the person, preventing them from walking in holiness. And uh, to withhold, then, forgiveness... Uh, is to be held captive by the past, by the wrongdoing, and to become a prisoner to the resentment and hurt feelings. Forgiveness is a choice, one that each of us have the ability to do if we want. Forgiveness is choosing to love. It takes the hurt and acknowledges the problem, accepts the person and goes forward from there. Forgiveness frees the forgiver and the person who accepts forgiveness to love and to grow. It has the ability to heal greatly. Without forgiveness, we are condemned to live with resentment and bitterness or guilt. We find this in Matthew 6, 14-15. Without forgiveness, bad feelings will deepen and our hearts will become poisoned. Instead of human fellowship, there will be separate individual prisons. Jesus makes it clear that not only must the sinner repent, but also forgiveness always must be extended to the sorrowful person, Luke 17, 3-4. Jesus requires his disciples uh, imitate the Father's loving and gracious mercy and forgiveness. It must be a part of a Christian's new nature, if you will, to forgive however difficult it will be. Forgiveness is a mysteriously deeper part of discipleship and Christian love. Mercy and forgiveness are the deepest traits that Jesus came to teach us. Jesus tells us that God will forgive us in proportion to how we forgive. We are the only ones in a sense then who sets a limit on God's forgiveness. And I've told people, you can come to the Sacrament of Reconciliation. His grace is there. But if you come in, you have no intent on forgiving others. There is nothing I can do. I can say the words, but they mean nothing for you. I do not override Christ or the Father, do I? No. Jesus is very clear. If you do not do this, if you do not forgive others, my Father will not forgive you. Period. So it really behooves you to forgive at any cost. My friends, uh, when we do not uh, do that, when we refuse to forgive those who have wronged us, and when we turn away from the Lord's mercy and compassion, we truly are lost. Without forgiveness, we are condemned to live with resentment or guilt. Without forgiveness, negative feelings will deepen within us. We become captive prisoners of the hurt or the injury. Forgiveness clears a path for God to forgive us. People who cannot forgive break down the bridge over which they themselves wish to pass. This is what's going on in this parable. The man gets forgiven And then he goes out and he immediately demands from another the criteria that he wishes apply to him. He will not apply to someone else. That is the one that Jesus says, hypocrite. You hypocrite. Forgiveness is a holy thing. It is a holy task. and We need God's grace in all things, especially with things so difficult. Jesus, through his passion and death and resurrection, has set us free. We are no longer prisoners. And you've heard me say this before: will you so easily allow yourselves to be enslaved again by this? He's already died for you to free you. Are you going to shackle yourself again with these things? No. Hatred does this, shackles you, lack of forgiveness imprisons you. You become the prisoner. And then you live in the past instead of in the present and the future. I know. I did it for a long, long time. And it was tiring. And it was exhausting. But not anymore. Not anymore. Now I am free of it. Because of that, I'm able to Forgive all that much easier. Plus, I don't need anybody's help in keeping me out of heaven. <laughs> I do enough on my own. <laughs> so I'm going to make it much easier by forgiving. The minute someone harms me, it's done. I forgive them, Lord. Because if I don't, you won't let me in. <laughs> Eventually, I would like to say, because I love you so much. And I'm working on that. But for now, half the time, it's because you won't let me in heaven, so I'm going to do this. (laughs) But eventually, it will be simply because I love you and you've done it for me. That will be the ultimate goal. Let us work towards that. Amen? My friends, our first reading told us, let it go. Just death and decay await those who will not forgive who seek vengeance. Let it go. Let God handle your vengeance and, and that type of anger. Let him deal with that. Let us deal with peace and joy and love here and seek reconciliation whenever we can. Amen?